The KXAN News Podcast is sponsored by Shelf Genie. Now at five, a major move that will help millions of Americans who pay for life-saving medication. How much a big-name drug maker will cut the price of insulin. And the risk of severe storms has increased tomorrow. We'll have the hour-by-hour forecast in First Warning Weather. And thanks so much for joining us. I'm Jennifer Sanders. I'm Daniel Marine. We've got a major update on progress the city of Austin is making cleaning up after last month's ice storm. Crews have picked up about 65,000 dumpster truck loads of tree limbs and debris. And while many wait patiently, there are some who live near designated disposal areas who are voicing their own concerns. As Jayla Washington shows us, the work is far from over. This is a sound you'd probably welcome if you'd been waiting weeks for this to happen. One word, finally. <laughs> Al Addison says he didn't know Cruz would take care of his debris Wednesday. Kind of like Christmas morning. But he is pretty happy about it. Called him the other day and said, hey, do you have an ETA? And goes, well, no, we hope to be through by April. <laughs> and that's still the city of Austin's goal. Wednesday morning, 311 logged 39,000 service requests. Um, in terms of other uh, previous events, this is almost like the, the city of city of Austin was, um, you know, has the effects of a, of a hurricane, a, a category one or two hurricane with the amount of down vegetation that is in the city. Staff says they're now taking piles of debris from neighborhoods across the city to these three sites, helping resource recovery crews work faster. But one of those locations, any dust gets just kind of blown slowly into the neighborhood over here. It's uh, left some neighbors wondering how long they'll have to endure unintentional consequences of the citywide cleanup process. I mean, it's a rock and a hard place. The work has to get done. Jeff says all debris piles will be picked up even if it takes contractors longer than the end of April. We're grateful. Jayla Washington, KXAN News. And those debris drop-off sites are not open to the public. If you put in a 311 request, the city says you don't need to put in another one, and crews are working to get to everyone. Of course, you'll want to make sure that nothing is blocking the debris that will prevent workers from picking it up. First warning weather with Chief Meteorologist David Yeomans. A noticeably more muggy first day of March with temperatures abnormally warm. We came within a couple degrees of a record high today in Austin. Currently 83 up in northwest Austin under mostly cloudy skies at the Palms Car Wash Camp. 83 as well at Camp Mabry. 80 degrees in Burnett and Georgetown. Very warm, unseasonably so across the area. But we do have a little cool front, more like a boundary to focus rain development along than a temperature drop. It stalled northwest of Austin and we're closely scanning it with our radar because notice over the past hour as our high resolution models hinted at we have a little thunderstorm now with two lightning strikes not far from oatmeal just east of Burnett here on 29. We'll keep an eye on Liberty Hill, Briggs. This slowly is meandering your way. The storm is not severe but some heavy rain and dangerous lightning. Coming up we'll talk about the storm timing with the main event tomorrow, the breakdown of which risks we are most concerned with and a wind advisory that'll be in effect before you know it. Hey, if you don't already have it, now is the time to download the KXAN weather app. It is so important during severe storm season. It will alert you when dangerous weather approaches your location. Remember also to keep your phone charged before storms arrive. All right, David, thank you very much. Millions of Americans who pay hundreds of dollars a month, sometimes more for life-saving insulin, will now be able to get it for $35 a month. Drug maker Eli Lilly made the announcement this morning. People with diabetes need help today. So we're also today announcing that we're capping 
patient out-of-pocket costs for insulin. Lilly will automatically provide an, an out-of-pocket cap of $35 at the majority of retail pharmacies in the United States. Eli Lilly says the change takes effect immediately and applies to people with commercial insurance coverage. People without insurance can find savings cards to receive insulin for that same amount at its insulinaffordability.com website. Now, coming up on NBC Nightly News, how Eli Lilly is suddenly able to slash its prices after years of increases and the ripple effect this could have for the drug industry. Houston's mayor says he's been told that the Texas Education Agency plans to take over the Houston Independent School District as early as next week. Houston ISD is the biggest school district in the state. And as our news partners at the Texas Tribune point out, the Texas Supreme Court ruled last year that a 2021 law gives the agency the power to take over the district if one of its schools receives consecutive years of failing grades. U.S. Senators grilled Attorney General Merrick Garland today on a range of topics, including the rise of fentanyl-related deaths. Alice Barr tells us what he says the White House is doing about it. All in favor of I'm asking you my question. Answer my question. In an explosive hearing today, the nation's top law enforcement official facing his own interrogation from the Senate Judiciary Committee. Lawmakers in both parties grilling Attorney General Merrick Garland over a range of crises and controversies, topping the agenda how the Justice Department is handling the epidemic of fentanyl overdoses. This is out of hand. The attorney general pointing to stepped up enforcement. Last year, DEA and his partners seized enough fentanyl lace pills and powder to kill every single American. While acknowledging more needs to be done to cut off supply of the dangerous drug. Can I answer the question? You, no, the, you the cannot. Attorney... Tempers flared as Republican senators hammered Garland for not charging protesters outside the homes of conservative justices when the Supreme Court overturned the landmark abortion ruling Roe v. Wade. And have you brought a case under this statute, yes or no? As far as I know, we haven't, and what we have done is defended to the lies of the justices. It's part of a larger picture of Republicans attempting to cast the Justice Department as biased against conservatives while trying to shield liberals. The men and women of the department pursue their work every single day in a nonpartisan and an appropriate General way. Garland. Hanging over today's hearing, the Justice Department investigations into how President Biden, former President Trump, and former Vice President Pence handled classified documents. In Washington, Alice Barr, NBC News. The Austin airport is under new leadership. Austin's interim city manager, Jesus Garza, announced that the airport's executive director, Jacqueline Yaft, is resigning. So he's named former executive director Jim Smith to that role while the city searches for a new one. Well, ahead, another change at the airport, and it means EMS can respond to emergencies there faster. And Austin's got a new team to root for, the Texas Smoke. What to know about the women's professional fast pitch. And 200 years of the Texas Rangers, the investigators, not the baseball team. Today's honors in our nation's capital. There's a new professional sports team here in Austin, the Texas Smoke. The Texas Smoke is the fourth franchise in women's professional fast pitch softball. The team will be coached by Tori Tyson, the current head softball coach at Howard University. The team has already signed nine players. Co-owner Brandon Phillips feels the team and sport will bring an exciting show to the city. We're really looking forward to the challenge, and I am really hope that Austin is really ready for a show because that's what we're going to do. I mean, we're the Texas Smoke, and there's going to be a reason why they, we call it the Smoke.
And the Texas Smoke will play its first game on Thursday, June 15th. The demand for a mortgage to buy a home has fallen for a third straight week to the lowest it's been in 28 years. And that's after the 30-year average mortgage rate jumped more than a half of a percentage point in the last month to 6.71%. Now, the rising rates appear to be pushing would-be home buyers back to the sidelines and could indicate a slow spring for the housing market. The Postal Service is buying more than 9,000 Ford electric vehicles. They're being made in Kansas City and will go into service this year. It's also ordering more than 14,000 charging stations. Congress gave the U.S. Postal Service $3 billion in March to help update its fleet. EMS at AUS just ahead the newest addition to the Austin airport. And 85 degrees on the first day of March. That came within two degrees of a daily record high temperature today in the city. This, by the way, after meteorological winter ended up last night as a tie for Austin's ninth warmest ever recorded. Tomorrow's risk of severe thunderstorms when we come back. This KXAN News Podcast is brought to you by Shelf Genie. I'm Rosie Newberry from KXAN Studio 512. Considering replacing your kitchen cabinets? Struggling to find or reach things? Go to ShelfGenie.com slash Austin. Shelf Genie designs custom pull-out shelves for your existing cabinets, adding convenience and value to the most used room in your home. Shelf Genie custom pull-out shelves, everything in reach. Today marks the first time ever that Travis County EMS paramedics will be staged inside the Austin airport. And KXAN's Mercedes Hernandez spoke with the program leaders who say they wanted to get it off the ground before South by Southwest travelers arrived. Amid the bustle and bags at the Austin airport, it's not just passengers that walk through the terminals. It is a little bit like an adventure. You know, normally paramedics are limited to being on an ambulance and responding to calls. Stephen White is with the Austin Travis County EMS team that will respond to calls inside and around the airport. He says this on-site squad will let ambulances that would usually respond stay out in the field and get passengers on their way too. That a lot of people invest a lot of time and money into their vacations, into their business trips. Uh, and so we're trying to provide a, a better service for those patients so that maybe we can kind of resolve their issue and let them get on their flight and make their trip. We sometimes have more people in the terminal on any given day than Disney World, right? Sam Haynes so with Austin Bergstrom says they worked to get the program off the ground in time for this busy travel season. We are about to be very busy with South by Southwest, Texas Relays. We've got lots of events going on this spring. And so that's really part of one of the reasons why EMS launched the program today is to get it in place. White says the team is ready for whatever rolls their way in Austin. Mercedes Hernandez, KXAN News. And EMS said call volume for the airport has been going up by about 12% a year for the last nine years. Now 65% of calls lead to patients being treated on site and then released. This isn't the first partnership of this type though. Austin's Fire Department has a fire station on the airfield at AUS. First warning weather with Chief Meteorologist David Yeomans. A severe storm threat coming tomorrow, but we already have a little thunderstorm firing north and west of Austin. It's not coming toward Travis County, but it is skirting eastern Burnett and about to be in northwestern Williamson County. One little lone thunderstorm with a couple cloud to ground lightning strikes and some brief moderate rain now across 29 heading up toward Briggs and Copperas Cove. The uh, Liberty Hill camera, 81 degrees. It is very warm and muggy here at Whittlesea. There's no indication of that shower in the distance, even though it's not that far away. You just can't really see much through this humidity haze. Humidity evidenced by this dew point temperature map. Whenever you see dew points in the upper 60s, lower 70s, that feels like July or August. It's very sweaty if you're taking a walk with the dog tonight.
There's a little stalled boundary that's responsible for tonight's isolated rain, but the main event is still to come. Big low pressure system causing thunderstorms in the Los Angeles area, and this thing is pretty much on a collision course with us tomorrow. Now, starting overnight tonight, a new development from the Storm Prediction Center, some of us, including Austin through the Hill Country, in a very minor one out of five threat of seeing a severe thunderstorm. The more significant round of storms, though, comes late tomorrow. That's when everybody is in a two out of five, even three out of five threat. This orange shading up in Williamson County, for instance, means that numerous damaging storms are possible. When we say damaging storms, what do we mean? Well, an isolated tornado is possible, but some large hail and damaging wind, especially wind, looking like the more likely things to happen this time around. Let me show you how this all unfolds. Here we are with that isolated storm firing northwest of Austin. It'll be meandering around Williamson County, Bell County for the next couple hours. We'll watch for additional development, but pretty isolated rain tonight overall. Now, overnight, we do have some computer models that are even more aggressive than this. That first round of storms that's not quite a certainty may fire up with some heavy rain, lightning, and even some hail during the overnight hours. If you can park your car under cover, be sure to do so before you go to bed tonight. That's not that wide spread though and then we get a break from the action midday and early afternoon tomorrow some breaks of sun allow the atmosphere to energize and here comes the main event a pacific cold front plowing into all that heat and moisture starts to generate some strong storms over the western hill country around four then it congeals into a big line we call this a squall line and that's when damaging winds or even a spin-up tornado become the main concerns there it is approaching 281 after 5 p.m knocking on austin's door between about six and seven o'clock Whenever these storms blow through your area, they're going to be quick. They'll last for less than an hour because look how fast they're moving. By 8 o'clock, even before 8 o'clock, the leading edge of rain and winds is east of our area entirely. Rain clears the area entirely before 10 p.m. Hopefully you can get some soaking rain in your backyard. About a, a quarter to a half inch is what I expect for most of us. We may see some heavier totals here and there, especially north of Austin, as you see projected on that map. Let's talk about the temperature drop because this is going to be noticeable when the rain arrives. Tomorrow afternoon, here we are warm and muggy again, many of us rising into the 80s. But look at what that front and the rain do. Dropping from the mid-80s to the mid-60s, just like that in the hill country tomorrow afternoon. Watch Austin's temperature at 530. It's in the upper 70s. At 6.30, it's more than 20 degrees cooler, almost jacket weather in the 50s. Here comes the cooler air east of Austin later tomorrow evening, clearing even Fayette County by 8 or 9 p.m. Now, behind the rain comes the wind, and it's going to be significant. If you have anything that can blow around on the west side of your house, go ahead and bring that inside or take it down right now. We have a wind advisory in effect even after the rain clears. From 3 p.m. to midnight tomorrow, we may see some west westerly wind gusts up to 50 miles an hour, especially true in the hill country, although this does include Austin tomorrow as well. All right, tonight, the main event is still to come, although a couple of those pop-up storms are possible. About a 40% chance of rain with warm, muggy conditions. Tomorrow, some breaks of sun midday, and then here comes the 60% chance of storms. Highs before then reaching 84. After that threat of severe weather, and be sure to download the KXAN weather app before it arrives. Here comes the windy and cooler, more comfortable weather on Friday. Couple mornings in the 40s, daytimes in the 70s, back to the 80s this weekend. Looking abnormally warm, even through much of next week. 200 years of Texas justice. Just ahead, how the nation is honoring the Texas Rangers. Today is the 200th anniversary of the Texas Rangers, the law enforcement agency that dates back to the days of the Wild West. Members of Congress honored the Rangers today. KXN's Anna Warnicke was there.
The Texas Rangers started protecting the Lone Star State even before Texas joined the Union. They captured bandits and burglars, solved some of the most complicated criminal uh, cases to ever exist. Texas Republican Congressman Brian Babin joined his colleagues on the steps of the U.S. Capitol on Wednesday to celebrate the state's oldest law enforcement agency's 200th anniversary. It's what we all grew up with. Congressman Michael Burgess says since the Rangers were created in 1823, they've captured outlaws and stopped an assassination attempt against President Taft. Now, as members of the Texas Department of Public Safety, the Rangers continue fighting crime and corruption in their iconic cowboy hats. When the Texas Rangers came on the case, those of us who were just regular citizens felt like the situation is under control. On Wednesday, Texas Republican Senator Ted Cruz honored the Rangers on the Senate floor, introducing a resolution to pay tribute to their two centuries of service. The Rangers are always ready to step in and serve. And Texas Ranger Captain James Thomas joined lawmakers, saying the Rangers are still the front line of the Texas frontier, leading the state's border security program and providing direct support to U.S. Border Patrol. We have 1,254 miles of border. The Texas Rangers have, with, with Mexico, that we've had an opportunity to serve and, and protect that border as we still do today. In Washington, I'm Anna Warnicke. United Airlines is showing off its massive new training facility for maintenance workers at Houston's Bush Intercontinental Airport. The Technical Operations Recruitment Center is about 370,000 square feet. It's where those who are selected will be paid for 36 months while learning the ins and outs of keeping airliners safe and comfortable for passengers and their crews. Our program covers uh, many different branches of technical operations. Today's focus is the aircraft maintenance technicians and the ground service equipment and uh, facilities technicians. Uh, the goal for that apprenticeship program, actually what we're here today to, to sign, is 1,000 apprentices by 2026. And right now the program is only available to current United employees, but the airline will start accepting applications from external candidates later this year. Tonight on KXAN, it's Chicago Night. Enjoy all new episodes of Chicago Med at 7, Chicago Fire at 8, and Chicago PD at 9, right before we're right back here on KXAN News at 10 o'clock. Or you can join us an hour earlier for KXAN News at 9 on the CW Austin. Here is where to find us on your television. Thanks for listening to KXAN News Nightly. You can also listen to KXAN News Today every morning for more in-depth coverage of what matters most to you.